Trek program. It's time for action, Program complete. Listen when ready. Uh, you guys have the drink we're, package. We're paying, Feel better. We're suck paying, it we're up. paying for it. I'm gonna be sucking it down. Oh, I'm drinking. Say, like I'm gonna wake up and start drinking. And when I say suck it up, the it better be alcohol, Phil. <laughs> and, uh, and by up, I mean down. <laughs> by up, I mean yeah, down your gullet. Mm-hmm. It can come up if it needs to, but you still better keep going. No, I have yes. never puked from drinking. I don't plan on doing it now. Really? I, I might. For- no, yeah, I, I've never been, I've never been drunk. That sounds like a dare. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> when, say Jeff, when I was Jeff younger and record something on the cruise. When I was younger and drank more, my metabolism was so high, I it would just flush right out. Oh. I couldn't drink fast enough for it to get me drunk. Bastard. Yeah. So Phil and I will be on the cruise, and if you want to get Phil <laughs> apparently drunk, getting wrecked, we're gonna get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> wrecked on a boat uh, on a boat <laughs> i'm on a boat <laughs> as yes. a famous man once said i'm on a boat i'm on a boat i'm i'm, I'm, I'm excited just to walk on and go i'm on a boat this <laughs> everybody has to say that that is a requirement when you get on any kind of boat of any size anywhere yeah. and you have to sing at least the chorus <laughs> i'm on a boat <laughs> with my flippy floppies <laughs> <laughs> all right Excuse me. All right. <laughs> Only 39 days. 39 days. I know. Uh, they just gave us the reminder. I'm still waiting to hear like what kind of celebrity or like events there's going to be or like wine tasting or like who's hosting what or yeah. Because because last year they didn't or they didn't do as much as far as like excursions off. All that was hosted on the boat. So it was like you know, whiskey tasting with Dr. Aaron or wine tasting with like Terry Farrell. Or whatever. So I don't know if they're going to do more off-the-boat stuff, or it's all going to be on, or... I hope not. Off-the-boat stuff is boring as fuck. It's Mexico. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know if I'm going to be... Been, I, this is like my 10th cruise to Mexico. Oh. I, there's nothing for me to do anymore. I've I'll done probably it all. Get off, I'll, I'll get off. I'll go find a taco shop, have a couple of tacos, and maybe yeah. a beer. Tacos and a margarita, or tacos and beer. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'll do. And I'll be like, yep. Fucking Mexico. Later, <laughs> I'm going back. Oh, I might because I, I have free drinks. Uh, yeah, because I didn't even swim last time on the boat. Like I took my shorts, but I, I never went in uh, on the pool. This this will be my twelfth mm. cruise, I think. I have never once swam in the pool or in the hot tub on board a ship. Nice. I would do the hot tub. I don't know about the pool, especially well, in the February. Pool's right bit. Well, it's going to be in Mexico. Yeah, it's hot. Well, yeah, warm. but you're still you're launching from here. You're not going like all the way down to the equator. Like, <laughs> uh, you go pretty far down. Mm, do you? That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, on that note, uh, Mazatlan and Cabo. So we'll get yes. down there. Welcome to the Nerd Trick Podcast, everybody. Uh, tune in next time for Phil and I's vacation plans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Traveling with Phil and Jeff. Traveling. Uh, I am Jeff. I'm your host. I'm here with David. Hey guys. And Phil. I am not your host. Hi. <laughs> you're you're co- Rub co- it in, why don't you? <laughs> and I made myself said. laugh, which in turn makes me cough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shots. We're going to do shots every time Phil has to cough.
Oh, no, geez, we're going to try and make the last five minutes possible so he'll cough. <laughs> exactly. The more I can All right. Cough, the more successful I've been. All right. It's a new year. We're diving back into DS9. New year, same us. Yeah, we're not that exciting. Although Sorry. I'm doing a lot of spiritual, mental, physical growth. So it's it's the year of Jeff. The year of Jeff. Yeah. Jeff's getting in touch with his pa. Look at this. Year of the dog, the year of the rat, the year of the Jeff. Year of the Jeff. Uh, <laughs> yes, my pa is doing some self-discovery. I'm just it's it's just full midlife crisis. Is that a point. euphemism for something? <laughs> uh, anyway, so this today <laughs> uh, we're doing DS9 season two, episode three, uh, the conclusion of the three episode arc. Uh, this is called The Siege. Original air date October 10th, 1993. Um, also, not a terrible movie from the 90s. The Siege on the train? That's one on the train, right? No, it was called The Siege, and it was about terrorists who take over this place in yeah. New York, and then it was like the FBI, the military, and the CIA all trying to. No, The Siege is the one with Steven Seagal on the train. Isn't it? Google it. it God, if only there was this magical place <laughs> you could go. There's some sort of all internet our... movie database. That's weird. Okay, while he's doing that, yes, this is the conclusion. So basically, they uh, Cisco and, and everyone evacuate the station. The Bajorans come to take it over, and of course, they give some resistance and um, push back as they get some evidence to show have, that the Cardassians are involved in this. Have there been two siege movies? I was right. This, I was thinking the one with Bruce Willis, Denzel Washington. Oh, and Under Siege. Running, and oh, Under Siege is Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. Yeah. Vindication. So okay, we were we were in the same ballpark. Yeah, Denzel, Bruce Willis, and that Benning. But yeah, and it showed like the different approaches. The military just wanted to like blow it down. The FBI kind of was in the middle, and then the CIA wanted to like yeah. send in a, a spy or something. It was Wait, so like, which one's the Declare Marshall Wall and law and all that. Terrorists take over. Uh, the secret U.S. abduction of suspected terrorists leads to a wave of terrorist attacks in New York City, which leads to a declaration of martial law. Oh. And that's what it was. It's not that they take over something and they're trying to get in. It's terrorists are hitting different spots in New York City, and it's like how to. How Do you remember when, out. like, movies in the eighties, nineties was like, "Ooh, terrorist attacks!" But and and it was such like a fictional thing. It was such like, a even, fictional like, thing. Die Hard and like because I remember right. Die Hard Three with a Vengeance was like, "Ooh, they're attacking New York," and you're just like, "Oh my god, that mm-hmm. would never happen." And you're just like, "Ah, eh, fuck it." Yeah, this was in 1998, <laughs> so three years before it became real. Right. <laughs> Not to white people. What? 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 All right. Um, so let's start with David. Uh, so this is the conclusion of the uh, the trilogy, whatever you I guess you want to call it. <laughs> um, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? We finished it. We've this is the the culmination of, of the story. I, I I liked this ending for the most part. Um, it does it does tie the three of them together pretty well. I was kind of thinking that as we were finishing up, I was like, this does feel kind of like the final act of a DS nine movie almost mm. if you wanted to kind of put it that way. Um, and it was very creative. They had them, you know, duping them with the hollow suites and trying to buy time while they're trying to <laughs> fucking get... Steven Weber is such yeah. an idiot while they're, they're running to try and get the uh, millennium Falcon equivalent of a Bajoran runabout up and running and like piece of oh, shit. <laughs> go get this going. And I love some of the back and forth, like, Oh, we'll just use our, or we'll, we'll fly by the seat of our pants. And she's like, Oh yeah, that great technology, the seat of our pants. <laughs> and she goes, what was that? She goes, I don't know. All the sensors are down. <laughs> like, what I'm saying? I don't know. I wanted her to be like, ask your pants, ask your pants. Ask what your that pants. Was. <laughs> ask your pants. <laughs> 
but I, I did. I liked this. Some some great scenes between Jake and Nog. Uh, I like the little kind of bit they had where they're like, you know, we're the closest two friends of these these races that anyone's really ever had. And then, of course, Odo comes through and is like, scram! Just <laughs> get out. Yeah. Oh, um, we, we do have a Fer- Fer- Ferengi shenanigan. We do. We do. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he's sold... selling all of the seats that he doesn't have for the runabouts. Yeah. He sold seats <laughs> and now he's got like a suitcase full of latinum. So can... <laughs> right watching, him drag, watching him drag that suitcase full of latinum around through the corridors and, and the and the uh, Jeffrey's tubes and stuff. That's hilarious. Yeah. It's got, like, is it still sitting up an event? Episode, but... I know, that's what I'm wondering, too. It's still is sitting it, up in an event shop somewhere. somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> you just can't get it. <laughs> okay. uh, well, the the funny thing is too is that every time, well, especially in this one and the next episode, Quark does some stupid shit and they'll get pissed at him and like they're like, oh, that's our Quark. It's oh, like, Quark. Oh, Quark. Like, they, they always say you've gone too far this time and then there's no repercussions. <laughs> then yeah. There's another time and, and then nothing happens to Quark. <laughs> As yes. if to say the other times were fine, but this time, this, this time, time you did a. A wee bit too much. I'm gonna shake my uh, finger at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and then and then Cork ends up losing his seat because Rom has taken his seat <laughs> Which, and given it yeah. to all the Dabo girls. Nice. Which was just way too good. <laughs> but oh, yeah, that whole thing. I mean, the fact that they do evacuate and then they do. Uh, I was almost expecting for it to kind of home alone a little bit. Like <laughs> they're running like, around, like trap the whole booby uh, traps whole are station. going off and just like. Because yeah. they didn't have enough time to evacuate everyone, so you hide them all and just booby trap the rest of it, which is G- maybe what spider. I would have done. A giant <laughs> spider comes down. <laughs> That'd have been hilarious. You just that see like all the the Bajorans running around on like Hot Wheels and they slip and fall. And it's, like tar and feather. Yeah, they put Christmas tar and feathers in the. In the uh... And ops. <laughs> See, that's what they should have done. Like Jake and Nog should have stayed and be like, "We're gonna help them." And then they have all these like stupid bullshit booby traps and. Welcome to my treehouse. <laughs> Which is it, like the second they walked into the hollow suite and, and they're like, ah, oh, we caught you. I'm like, dude, it's a fucking it's it's a hologram. Suite, it's, Why would dumbasses. they be hiding in a hollow suite? Right. I do There's now. I do now want to see one where Nog just pokes his head around the corner and is like, you dumb guys. I'm going to call Starfleet and run off. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm calling Odo. There he is. Get him. <laughs> Well, there's so many good places in like you could go up and down the stairs and have traps and inside the, like all the shops and everything on DS9. Mm-hmm. A lot of good, good hiding. Design. Yeah, a decent amount. OK, so we have one shenanigan at least. Are we counting yes. Nog's reverse shenanigan as a separate shenanigan? You mean Rom? Or with Rom, the, sorry. With the double girls? No, that's seat. still part of the selling the seats. Thing. Oh, I didn't know because it's a it different fr- Ferengi, so maybe a different shenanigan. It's a subset of the original shenanigan. <laughs> it's just playing off the shenanigan theme. <laughs> All right. Fair I enough. Just, I saw that clip online again. I think it's from like Super Troopers where they're like, if one more person fucking says, uh, yeah, says shenanigans. shenanigans, I'm going to beat you. Because <laughs> hey, what's that place with the wall with all the shit on the walls that you love? He's like, oh, shenanigans. shenanigans? Are you talking about shenanigans? <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, oh, uh, <laughs> damn it. That's funny. Uh, that's nice. Um, yes. And, oh, and so, yeah. So let's count up that. And then uh, one person does die. Uh, the the war hero guy. Shakar. Yeah. <coughs> or not no, Shakar. I'm sorry. Shikar, um, I'm thinking of the other. I'm thinking of the other guy. Yeah. Um, uh, Lee. Lee Nollis. He yeah, always dies. He sacrifices himself, so he he dies. You can add them to uh, 
He one shooting again and one death, but Odo does well, not change into anything. I thought Odo changed into something in this uh, one. I know Odo he did in Odo the next one, but I thought one. he didn't. Oh, he did. He he goes into the wall. He absorbs into a wall and then into a booby trap, like a string thing. Yeah, he becomes okay, like a tight, a tight line thing. Yeah. I couldn't remember wire. if like that was wire. this one or next yeah. time, but that's right. Okay. Yeah, um, no, he, also, he does it both. He also became the wall. He was just the wall? Yeah, in the next yeah, one, he like, turns into something else. He kind of gooed into the wall and then stretched okay. across into the tripwire. So I'm just yeah, going to yeah. put tripwire because... I thought there was two separate ones for him. Totally. Okay, so one death, one shenanigan, and one Odo change gives us our standard TOS of 1650, our TNG massacre of 30,028, and then... 916 deaths in DS9 thus far for a total of 32,594 souls lost in Star Trek thus far. We uh, have ticked up from 10 to 11 Ferengi shenanigans, and Odo has now changed into a rat, a chair, some shit in a bucket, a food cart, a painting, a drinking glass, some goo, a container pad, and a tripwire. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. This is the most random assortment of crap. <laughs> it is. It's it's a good assortment. It is. Uh, Phil, what's your what are your thoughts on this episode and then the the story as a whole, all three parts? Um, I like all the three parts together. I mean, you could almost have supercut this into like a uh, a DS9 movie. Yeah. And like made like a two and a half hour feature film kind of thing. Um, but no, it's really good, especially this third part. It really ties everything together. Um. The great scenes that we kind of made fun of it when uh, Dax and Kira are down on the planet and they're like moth this all these 10 year old uh, raiders are scout ships are in mothballs, basically. And uh, it's actually a really good scene. It's like, here's these two women. They're not like, oh, what are we doing? Oh, my God. They're like, no, we've got a problem. We need to get this ship on and let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, and they do like it. The most... And there's that big yeah. fucking spider crawling through the cage. <laughs> yeah. Is that a dog or a spider? She's <laughs> like, ah, what is that? It's and a meal. Dax is talking about how how sensitive trill are to insect bites, and she's like, were they your pets? She's like, no, we used to eat them. <laughs> a good meal. But yeah, and that whole uh... sequence once they get out of the cave, and they're actually under attack by the Bajoran fighters. And stuff and uh, the moves that Kira does. And she's like, yeah, the only problem is that the guys that are flying those plane fighters now were flying these 10 years ago during the resistance. So they kind of knew all of her moves. Um, But that whole sequence and them getting finally, well, crashing, but getting to the assembly and everything and breaking up the coup and presenting Mm -hmm. all the evidence. And um, yeah, so we kind of get. Uh, another side of Opaka, uh, Opaka of uh, Vedic Wynn. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of how she's playing things and how, how fucking shitty she is. She sucks. Say it now. Yeah. yeah. Love Louise Fletcher. Hate Wynn. Um, but yeah. And, she, and, she, and she's kind of showing what kind of role she's going to play going forward, I think. So, yeah. Overall, it's a, a really good. Arc, and it, when it first happened, I remember people being like, "Oh, what? You have to watch all three episodes?" Blah blah blah. And it was really the <laughs> first time, they? really the first time, yeah, multi-episode plot like this was happening, other than like a two-part cliffhanger. Um, but there's actually moving storyline and stuff happening, and um, and it's a good thing it did 
because i mean look at what we get now with even picard the entire season is a giant arc discovery the entire season is an arc mm-hmm. um it's it's led to some really good stuff for us now but I mean, 25 years ago who would have known so yeah, exactly yeah they complained but, about it but yeah i'm a big fan of this and again it's another i like the whole peek into bajor and the culture and their thought processes as a people um and that's one of the things i like the most about this series in general is is the bajoran people and their struggles and what they've gone through and like how they're rebuilding their society so yeah i'm a fan awesome yeah there there was a scene that i um i know they do shoot down one of the other raiders and it crashes but we don't know if they die and we don't know the the crew compliment so i was not going to count them as deaths because they 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 could have ejected they didn't say anything about yeah yeah, yeah, cause, I mean, so look, I was it, gonna count them. Kira and, da- and Dax crashed, but they didn't die. Right. So, yeah. 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 The ship didn't um, actually just. Yeah. It just went down. So, yeah, I like that each person had a good role to to play. Yeah. Like Kira and Dax, like they're the most capable people to go do that. Yeah. You know, as far as like because uh, Dax has a history of, you know, one of her previous hosts could uh fix the other ship impulse, Kira, impulse drive stuff yeah yeah and then Kira could fly it and you get their kind of bonding of their relationship um and then even cork with our um with like the little resistance group and then even a julian i like julian in this i'm starting to like him more um you know he was even like um doing these little or uh, he's not just being the like weird doctor he's actually like doing shit mm-hmm. and i think they're giving him more purpose and stuff to do instead of just being a, a, creep. a, doctor. a, a yeah. giant creep towards dax all the time yeah so i like that um yeah like i said i wanted to like him before and i like that he's likable now yeah like, <laughs> yeah and he does he does undergo one of the biggest character transformations and kind of evolutions throughout the show because yeah he starts out as fucking 100 percent creeper mode and yeah and ends up being pretty respectable and a really right. good character by the end. So, yeah. And I hope people, and I think, you know, we probably talked about this all before. It's never the actor that I have a problem with unless they're like, you know, a douchebag. It's, it's, it's the character. So it's oh, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like Louise Fletcher and, you know, Wynn. like wins a fucking cunt, but Louise Fletcher is a fantastic actress. Yeah. She's yeah. So. And when we lost her, it was like, Oh man. Yeah. Um, I like that. I like saying I, I know the station gets attacked in the future, but I like how like Cisco leaves his baseball. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm coming back. You bastard. Um, mm-hmm. I like the the general guy because, um, yeah, he was doing what he was doing. But then the second he learned about the Cardassian involvement, he's like, yeah, we should not be doing this. Like he was yep. at least had some common sense. He was like, nope, we're out. Yeah, yeah, you almost kind of so. expect him to be like fanatical and be like, no, it's not possible and just continue down his road. And it's like once they explained it yeah. for him to actually go, but then oh, you have, crap. Yeah. But <laughs> then you have like Steven Weber, who was like, you know, they they tell him what's happening and they transport him out. And they're like, why did he transport you? He goes, oh, they were full of lies. I just escaped. It's fine. And you're like, but that's how people are even now. It's like they there's facts in front of them and they won't believe it. They're just like, oh, you're you're full of shit. And hmm. it's, you know, I mean, it's still relevant to this day, even though this came, this came out 30 years ago. Yeah. And um, interestingly enough, General Krim, who's played by actor Stephen Macht, he w- also had auditioned previously for uh, Will Riker for TNG. Oh, 
Okay. Interesting. Yeah, and he was he had auditioned for some role in the original motion picture as well. Oh. So like the Star Trek connection runs deep. It's there's always somebody like people bounce. Well, especially in our next episode. Yeah. Um, there's that. Um, yeah, I like this this overall. I like it's setting up. The only thing, the only complaint I would probably have is unless they it, it happens down the road, we don't really see any consequences for like when and uh Franklin Jello, the the minister who who was head of the the circle, he's just like, yeah, I I hope I'm I'm accepting of the investigation and like nothing happens. They're just yeah, like, they're back back to the station and you know everything's fine. Jaro, not so much, but this kind of sets up what had the future for for Win for Vedic Win. Yeah, yeah, but like I'm I'm guessing Jaro is like he's done. He he never comes back, right? I don't think so. I don't remember. Okay, I don't think I remember seeing him again. Yeah, that's my only complaint. Is just they're just like, oh, here's the evidence, and then we don't really see much. They're just back to which I which I get. It's it's those oh, there's like seven minutes left. We have to wrap this up. But I don't know. I just would have wanted to see something or a tidbit of like, hey, he he got arrested or you know something. I give well, something and they, here. They did tie something from this episode into the next one with Quark and his suitcase full of latinum. They make a reference yeah. to it in the next episode, so it's like. The continuity's yeah, there. They should have been able to have like something, maybe a mention in the next episode of like, oh yeah, he got hauled off or, or something. Knows. But yeah. yeah, but but this is a step in the right direction. It's uh the biggest, you know, it's three episodes actually tied together, which is the biggest we've had so far for Trek. So it's it's I give it its due. I'm giving this one an eight point five. I like this because cool. it does kind of Good. the end part of a trilogy is going to end up getting a better rating anyways. But um. It's not the best thing I've ever seen ever, but it's it's good. But I think this is at least giving you a, a sample of where it's it's headed of the like the like deeper stories that it can tell. Yeah, knowing that there's something coming called the Dominion War, I'm like I get kind of the idea that <laughs> this is going to tie kind of mm-hmm. into that and yeah, be in general to it. So I'm looking forward to <laughs> that. But I do like that it's longer. I like that it's bigger arcs uh and again like you said with the station they're learning to play to that strength instead of its weakness mm-hmm. with it being somewhere yeah. and people on their way static station yeah well and it gives it a sense of urgency it gives it a sense of danger because they're like oh they're gonna be here and everybody that's not Bajoran needs to leave well the enterprise could be like all right we're gonna take off and then they have to be like oh they're tracking us and they're following us and they're faster than us and this is pretty <laughs> simple it's a station yeah like, yeah we can move it a there. little but it's not going anywhere yeah. like <laughs> so. well and even you know um because there was even uh oh uh the bajorans who were trying to leave as well and they had to be talked out yeah. of it because even they were scared of what might might happen yeah they were um, buying up all of quark's bs seats yeah <laughs> uh i like keiko's that that scene with keiko and and miles where even keiko's like fuck this like do you have you don't have to stay and even you know cisco gave them all the out yeah. And Keiko's like, really? Like, and I, I kind of <laughs> side with, you know, with, I mean, I get it to an extent because if this is a more like military vibe, yeah, they would, they would have to stay, but it's yeah. like, yeah, maybe you don't have to. Well, I think that's <laughs> like, part of what they were going for is even though the enterprise has families on board, it is essentially a military vessel mm-hmm. and this really isn't, it's a space station. It's not uh, run by the Federation per se. They're there, but 
this yeah, is a home for all these people. So, yeah. but it is funny. I think just one time in a film or a movie or something, and there has to have happened at some point. I want someone to be like, "Hey, if you guys want to go, that's fine." And everybody's like, "All right, peace." Like, <laughs> right. we're out. Like, that's that's See a smart thing to do. So you wouldn't want to be. Bye. Yeah. Well, but then I think, too, it in that scene where Cisco is talking to them of like, hey, this person, you know, this lieutenant's engaged to a Bajoran or this one yeah. is like best friends. They they made a science project with their 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 kids. It shows how ingrained and how intertwined these people have become yeah. with them being on the on the station for the past year. Like they're, you know, family and it's part of their their lives. Yeah, they're integrated into this. It's not just some. It's on us and that. It's, it's not a bunch of randos. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think this is a really good uh, arc. I like. We get some stuff that will happen more down down the road. Um, and I like Cisco. I I he's just good in everything. So I I enjoy him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's gonna be, but I could see him becoming my captain. I could. See I haven't you seen a lot him. of this. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of I kind of like the people that'll play in the gray area. Like <laughs> oh, he does. Oh, just I, wait. There's some stuff that I know from like memes and shit, but yeah, you're this will be interesting. Wait until he's bald. Bald and a goatee. That's bald prime Cisco with a goatee is oh shit. <laughs> it's almost like a mirror Cisco cuz he's bald yeah, and a goatee. Is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. you're like where did this dude come from? Yeah. yeah. Just mm-hmm. to put up a shit. Just wait. Yeah. That's right. All right. Um yeah, definitely worth a watch for all of these. All right. Um, before David does a thing, yes, uh, Phil and I will be on the cruise. Check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got some stuff. I know this is coming out about a week later, but we were uh, the the Trek Talks to Telethon did happen recently. They raised over a hundred thousand dollars to benefit the Hollywood Food Coalition. Yeah. Um, so congrats to them. And you know, we just wanted to thank uh, Rod Roddenberry and. John Billingsley for coming on our show to talk about that a little bit and just giving us their time. And um, you can still donate to them anytime and volunteer. If you're in the LA area, it's, it's a great thing, but I, it's, it's one of those things where I'm glad that the Trek community um, does this. They come t- together for a thing just because there's Star Trek involved. And also shout out to my, my dad donated and <laughs> my mom and my stepdad donated. So I guilted them into that. So thank you. And my sister donated as well. So thank you. Well, and congratulations to Tribulations, uh, yes. who was the winner of our amazing prize pack that Jeff put together. Ah, full yes. Of, full of all sorts of Trek goodies and autograph stuff and little things. Yeah. I'm going to sneak a few more things in there, but yes, I, Ooh. and that will be out as well. Um, Cool. All right. That's it. Uh, I guess, uh, David, why don't you do your thing? All righty. Find out what's your nerd trick at the nerd We've got our social medias. You can see our faces. You can buy our shit. And whenever you are done gooing yourself into a tripwire to do home alone, your invaders, you can give us a five star rating and review. And we will read that out over the air. While you're there, take a look at some of our other podcasts like Aim and Misbehave, where I make these two yokels and my co-pilot Kara go through all of Firefly to watch it and discuss as well, culminating with the Serenity movie. Woo. Woo. All right. Woo freaking (laughs) woo. He enjoyed it. He did. (laughs) All right. That is it for us, everyone. Thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. And we will catch you on the next one. Bye, everybody. See ya.